Welcome to SEO Conspiracy.com. This is your alternative search news for week 36 of 2020. We have a lot to cover, and I'm sure some of the news you will hear today, right here on SEO Conspiracy, have not seen them elsewhere. So let's dive in. First in the news, on the official Microsoft blog, new steps to combat disinformation. Deepfake, fake news, uh, big problem, big problem. And the technology um, that Microsoft Research is uh, putting forward is trying to detect deepfake and whatever might be fake. I don't know if it's working very well. All I know is this is good. Uh, it's a big problem. <laughs> tech, tech companies need to invest in this fight because fake news, because deep fake. It's getting scary, guys. Uh, I don't know if you saw the deep fake videos uh, capabilities uh, today, but very impressive. So way to go, Microsoft. Next in the news, Wired.com, the blurred lines and closed loops of Google search. It's not the best uh, article I've read on Wired.com, which is uh, still a magazine I like to buy on the paper version. And uh, even if the article itself is not that interesting. The topic is pretty much very relevant because what's the deal? Well, the deal is the line is getting blurrier between what is ads and what is organic on a search engine result page. Google is guilty. Bing, I believe, is even uh, more guilty of this kind of behavior. And don't be mistaken, it will only be blurrier. We won't go backwards. Um, it's a problem. It's a problem because uh, it's definitely misleading. Someone invented the term dark patterns um don't know if it's that but whatever whatever you want to call it uh, i call it manipulation i call it uh, misleading tactics because what is ad is ad what is organic results is organic results these two must be clearly separated and since day one with uh, AdWords and AdSense, the line was already very blurry. And I've done a lot of Google AdSense since the beginning of the program. Um, stopped around like 2008. But trust me, I did everything I could to make the ads uh, look like... Uh, not ads. So... 
I plead guilty, but um, I'm a very small player here. I was just making a couple of bucks. I'm no Google or Bing. Next in the news on TechCrunch is revealing that Google rolls out virtual visiting cards in India. Not a big news, but pretty fun. Um, if you want to have a personalized uh, virtual um, business card by Google, well, you can use a VPN and um, visit the, um, uh, what is the URL? I don't know what is the URL actually to, uh, to get this out. Um, hmm. Let me find out. Well, if you, if you search for people cards uh, with a VPN in India and um, Okay, no, you sign in into your Google account and you then look up your name on Google search and it will prompt a new option called add me to search or get started. That's how you do it. Yeah, I've done it, but yeah, I'll give it a try. Next in the news on the official developers uh, Google uh, blog or reference website, a new um, structured data for home activities to help people discover activities that they can do from home it's pretty much uh, very relevant nowadays with the situation we are living and um, always keep up to date with this kind of features this is the type of stuff that you want to follow maybe not on a daily basis uh, but i try to keep up at least on a weekly basis with uh, whatever whatever is happening with structured data it's big okay it's um, you need to pay attention to that because if you don't use it you are losing a lot of opportunities like a lot and the more it will go in time, the more we'll advance and the more this will become uh, essential. On Reddit, will core web vitals be the primary factor for organic traffic? So it's something like page speed and all this uh, mandatory uh, elements of what makes a, a good website would become the top ranking factor, we have a Googler answering Gary Owls. Like any other search engine, Google works hard to surface the highest quality and most relevant results for users' queries. CWV has nothing to do with either of those, not even remotely, so it's extremely unlikely that CWV would ever become the primary factor for organic traffic. This is the way I would put it. That's not a ranking factor as far as bonus points, okay? If you have a good website that is fast, good, good uh, user experience, and so on, it's just doing your job, guys, okay? You don't get any brandy points. 
However, if you are bad, if your website is too slow and so on, that might be a de-ranking factors. Are you following me? Okay, no brownie points if you're doing a good job because it's just doing your job and you should not be, uh, well, why would you pretend to have brownie points for just doing your job? No, it's not because the other ones are bad that you should pretend to to um, to have more like, uh, you know, upscale uh, ranking factors. No, 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 no. But in the downside version, if you're not good, that will lead to problems, guaranteed. Google News Update, G-A-N-G-T-M cookie consent. That's also on Reddit. Um, so it's a add underscore storage, which controls cookie behavior for advertising purposes, including conversion measurement. I didn't find any other official news about this. And it's kind of weird that it's just a random post on Reddit because it's big. Um, if a user does not provide consent for ads cookies, Google Tags will not use cookies for advertising purposes. So ad storage feels like very important. Um, is it a real thing? Is it, uh, I don't know, I'm just giving it to you like it is. I did a few searches and couldn't find uh, anything extensive about it. But um, yeah, ad storage, guys. Five European Google competitors to watch on eustartups.com. Well, first of all, the title is not the right title, Google competitors, Google killers, that just buzzwords, that's just clickbait. Those building search engines today are alternatives, we want to do something different. They don't want to compete with Google, okay? They want to serve somebody looking for something else, whatever it is. So it's listing Ecosia, which is uh, not a real search engine because it's using Bing index. 15 million active users, but I would not put it in this list because it's not crawling the web. Mojik, a British search engine with a good uh, financial backup and it's crawling the web. So that qualifies as a real search engine. Quant.com, I know it very well. Eric Leandri is a good friend of mine and the former CEO and founder of Quant.com. Um, thanks to him, I improved my knowledge about how a search engine is built and works um, a lot. That's a real search engine. It's crawling the web. Um, I believe it's not taking a good direction right now. It's actually taking a terrible direction right now. Um, my friend Eric is not the CEO anymore and the people in charge are doing everything 
to sabotage um, whatever's in place. So I'm not very optimistic with uh, about quant, and um, that's bad news. Swiss cows, a Switzerland, <laughs> Switzerland's answer to Google. Come on, I mean, <laughs> Swiss cows does not have the ambition to to compete with Google. That's so silly. Uh, never heard of it. Doesn't don't know how it works. Uh, is it a real search engine? I don't know, and I don't know what's doing here. But um, yeah, go Switzerland and Algolia. Also, I don't understand what uh, this is doing in this list because it's more like a B2B search engine. So what's left? Quant and Mojik. Of course, you have Baidu in China, you have Yandex in um, Russia, but as far as Europe goes, Mojik and Quant. DuckDuckGo is not a real search engine. It's using uh, Google's uh, index. So it's difficult to do a real search engine. And uh, Mojik and Quant are <coughs> prime examples of uh, how difficult it is today to, from scratch, crawl the web and have its uh, own index. Huge, huge technical challenge. I don't think you have a clue about how big the web is and how fast it's growing. Next in the news um, on uh, TechCrunch, Amazon brings Twitch live streams to its Amazon Music app. Okay, I have a couple of links here. It's pretty funny because what's happening here is... Twitch uh, is melting with Amazon Music. Amazon Music is going on Twitch. And uh, they sponsored big names uh, on Twitch, like, like Logic, the, the rapper. Uh, but look it, the numbers don't add up. Amazon Music has only 70k followers on twitch.tv which is good but for amazon music i mean that's pretty low and if you look at the numbers uh, for example live with nas only 891 views that's it nas wow uh, i don't know guys i don't know what you guys are doing uh, but this shift to music instead of gaming um i don't know i don't know you seem to forget where you're coming from twitch and in branding that's always a big mistake a deadly mistake <laughs> for example the fact that you are closing twitch things okay so it's uh, one of the categories on twitch I understand because from a DMCA point of view, that category is definitely a nightmare. But closing it like this, um, I don't know. I don't know um, if it's the right move. I don't know if there was an alternative. All I see is 
a little bit of confusion about where you come from as far as branding goes and maybe some really bad ideas about how Amazon and Twitch uh, want to integrate and want to go about um, getting into the music uh, segment of uh, the attention on, on the internet. Next in the news, it's about YouTube. Uh, so this gamer critical, uh, title his video, I'm mad, because he got striked by uh, YouTube on an old video that was basically just a fake, fun, uh, like a joke about a um, road rage uh, type of uh, a video, but but all made up, right? It was obviously made up. If some human being genuinely looked at the video, that person could not be misled into thinking that it was anything else but a joke, but a video that wanted to be funny. So that is one thing. I mean, 2.5 million views on this video. Um, but what's funny is that Critical, as a troll, tweeted, what about Markiplier? Because Markiplier back then made a video reviewing the fake road rage incident. And um, uh, Critical says, hey, what about uh, Markiplier? Why, why isn't he getting a strike? And Markiplier, trolling also, say, yeah, fair is fair. Team YouTube, where is my strike? <laughs> you know what? He got strike too. Like Marky Plyer, probably the nicest man on YouTube, uh, got striked because uh, they trolled on, on Twitter. Um, wow. Wow. So, <laughs> someone at YouTube definitely took notice and say they were sorry and put back the video and all this. But still, um, pretty scary situation. What this all says is if you feel like uh, you've been wrongly accused of something, but in one of these companies, you have to big uh, you have to do a big mess about it if you are penalized by google if you are struck by youtube if you have some pull on social media go all out and it's the best way i know to fix uh, these kind of issues otherwise it's totally unfair they are striking left and right and it's totally boats it's not even human beings uh striking so yeah uh, always a scary situation where you depend uh, on a website like uh, YouTube to make a living and um, you can be out of uh, the game like one day you wake up and you're gone banned that's just uh, one video but your account could be banned and 
we go back uh, thinking about the Dr. Disrespect um, ban on Twitch, which is also a very scary incident uh, from a content creator point of view. Next in the news, uh, Facebook Watch tops 1.25 billion monthly viewers. Wow, I had no clue that um, the YouTube competitor of uh, from Facebook is doing so well. And it sounds a little bit corny. It sounds a little bit like, okay, you're streaming on Facebook because you're not cool enough to stream on on Twitch or on YouTube, well, looks like a lot of people, a lot of eyeballs are on Facebook. And um, I'm definitely streaming on Facebook when uh, I'm streaming, uh, for sure. I'm doing YouTube, Twitter, Periscope, and Facebook. Uh, thinking about uh, doing otherwise, but Facebook, Periscope, I would not recommend Periscope for everybody, but I'm a SEO and Twitter is still a good place to um, to stream live and of course YouTube is YouTube but uh, well impressive Facebook I was impressed next in the news <laughs> pretty funny Joe Rogan made a big deal with uh, Spotify okay 100 mil not to come exclusively exclusively on on spotify okay it was just for spotify to use the content jorgen could still do his thing and not like other platforms like twitch or, or whatever who would say okay you are coming with us and you can't do anything else joe was smart enough not to give up is a brand to Spotify. So, what's happening is on September 1st, uh, supposedly all the episodes of uh, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast were supposed to be uploaded on Spotify, but some people noticed that 46 episodes were missing. And what's interesting is. Well, it's uh, Michaelia Peterson who uh, reported this. She's the daughter of Jordan Peterson, also a very controversial figure. And what's uh, a little bit striking is that all the people, I mean, the, the podcast ban, it's pretty much like controversial people and, and most likely right-wing controversial Joe Rogan is not a right-wing extremist at all he's not an extremist in any way shape or form uh, he would be more leaning towards a liberal point of view but not like far left uh, but what he does is he gives a voice to uh, everybody uh, the the most obvious one would be uh, Alex Jones. And many people think that Joe Rogan is a right-wing extremist because he's friends with uh, Alex Jones and he invited Alex Jones on his podcast a few times. Well, 
it's not because you don't agree with someone that you can't have a conversation and you can't invite that person on, on your podcast. That doesn't make any sense. So now, this is a, almost a, a no news because what happened is very quickly, Spotify um, uploaded the missing episodes. So... Um, uh, Michaela is reporting that still some episodes uh, are still missing, but um, in my opinion, Spotify, which is not hiding the fact that it's totally leaning towards the left, uh, very liberal, well, say, okay, let's not upload this. They uh, They stink. And they got caught, so quickly they um, uploaded them. That's how I see it. And I don't do politics, so I don't care about... Uh, I'm not even American, so... <laughs> That's not my president, not my election. Next in the news on Twitter, um, Rachel, PPC Rachel is reporting uh, that Google Ads is making a change to the search terms report and um, might be hiding some um, keywords, which is a problem because you want to ban words, you want to filter uh, as finely tuned as you can your campaign. Um, I'm pretty surprised because as when you go to the SEO side, they don't give us uh, anything. Google Trends is pretty much the only tool we have in the search console, of course. But um, when it comes to ads, they they give you a lot of information. Uh, and and uh, I was pretty su surprised by this. But uh, why? I don't know. All I know is... Every time something is taken away, as far as keywords goes, it's always a bad news. We'll adapt, we'll figure it out. And it's not a big deal in the long run, but yeah, just uh, you gotta be informed and you have to know that you will be missing some precious keywords on uh, uh, your reports. Finally, on searchenginejournal.com, Google offers details on core update recovery times. I have to do this Dear Googlers video because, okay, the title says Google offers details on core update recovery times. No, it's during a Webmaster Central Office Hours Hangout that John Mueller from Google answered one question and you people make it official Google say something well it's not because the community manager of Google is answering a question on Google Hangout that it's official news so what's the deal here the deal is that um, when there's a core update Usually, you make changes and 
you have to wait until the next core update to see if the changes have a positive effect on uh, your SEO. That's especially the case with a manually launched filter like back in the days, Panda, Penguin. Now, is it refreshing nonstop and evolving nonstop and we don't need to wait until the next core update? Apparently, that's what John Mueller is saying here. However, is that a rule, like general rule? Of course not. That's a total lie. If you can't say that some core update won't need a refresh for your website to see a change, okay? So I'm pretty tired of... Uh, it's not John Mueller's fault. It's, it's the way these type of websites are reporting uh, the news. is totally misleading. So yes, um, I need to make this this video. Dear Googlers, well, that was the news for today. All the links I mentioned in this podcast can be found on the website seoconspiracy.com. If you look for the post for the alternative search news, week 36 of 2020. Thank you for watching. Until next time, take care.